What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. What's up, everybody? We're back again for another week of Para Presents, but it's been a minute. So before we even jump into any of this stuff, because I've got a few things here on the plate today. Um, clearly, I have David, the CEO from Para, with me this way. God, I always get that wrong. <laughs> um, but first thing I wanted to talk about was uh, last week on the Para channel, we still didn't skip a beat. It still premiered the town hall. We did an edited version that was an hour long. In case you missed the live or you didn't want to go back and watch the entire live, like I just edited it down to one hour's worth of of content. I don't know, David, if you've got to see it or not, but you were at the event. So, I mean, you know, a little different. But for those that did get to see it, I hope you enjoyed it. The event, I thought, was a tremendous success. Um, the The town hall specifically, I mean, I think it was just a huge success. We were over capacity the whole time. Um, you know, we kind of like, were careful about who to invite, but then we also were wondering who'd come and we were over capped the whole time. Um, people that watched like in that thumbnail that I used for the pair of video, there's 32 people in that thumbnail. You can count them. There's 32. And on the other side of the wall, there's another 35, 40. <laughs> so, I mean, it, yeah, it really, it was really just an awesome event we got. You know, a lot of great people there, people with differing viewpoints, the senator who voted against the bill, just, you know, it was a great gathering and, you know, more to and, come. He, and even though he didn't speak people, I, I keep saying this to people like, well, you know, why weren't you guys grilling him? Well, first of all, let me let you in on a tip. Sergio and Kim and Zach, David and I were tied up in the room, but they were grilling him <laughs> in, yeah. in a nice yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. For like 15 minutes straight nonstop. So that maybe that would have been an even better live stream, but it's a good time. You know, he, he was grilled. He did listen and he's been following up with people. So, you know, and, that, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, uh, you know, like I asked him, I don't know if, I mean, I think I told you, but I had asked him um, two emails that I told Stephanie about. And then, cause Stephanie was contacting him too. We didn't want to be, we wanted to be, a little pushy but not over the top ridiculous so just kind of when we when stephanie and i were checking in every week coming up to the event she'd be like well i did this and so i'd be like okay it's been that long since either of us have sent an email so i'll send one but on twitter i dm'd him tw 10 times the day that i took david to the airport after the event about two hours maybe three hours later he dm'd me back and now he he he, he was a little jump the gun on the timeline but he said hey um if you he, he goes i'm just seeing all these dms and i i can say that in twitter you can see when somebody sees them because it says seen and there's really not a way to turn that off i don't think maybe 
But regardless, he said he hadn't seen him. I actually don't doubt him on that. I know people get busy and DMs can be overlooked, but he did the day after the event take the time to go in there and go, okay, maybe he had seen that I was DMing him and he just didn't want to read them all. But he seemed to have gone in there and said, hey, okay, I'm willing to sit down and have lunch with you. So I contacted him back and said, when can we do that? And he said, the you know, not that week, which was the week after, but the the following week, which I believe would be this week. But then he got back to me and said, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not blowing this off, but let me get four to five weeks into this session. And then I'm happy to sit down with you. And he even acknowledged, he said this, he said, as long as it's not a YouTube thing, obviously um, other people vouched for me. And I even have to give props to, um, uh, I have to give props to Vina DeBall because I believe Vina vouched for me as well. Um, and it made him, I, I think that the fact that I've done things with Vina and Willie and stuff made him feel a little better. But I think, I believe even she might have vouched for me because I know they're in contact. And to be honest, um, the fact that he even will sit down with me is huge. But he just said, listen, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll talk to you about the reasons of why I did not like the bill as it was, which is something he did not want to discuss in public. But he said, I just, I don't want it on YouTube. For some reason, for all he doesn't know about the gig economy, he sure knows his business with YouTube because I can tell you guys too, there's so many damn trolls on YouTube, it's ridiculous. So I get why he's like, no, I don't want that on YouTube. But he said he's happy to do the audio podcast. So, you know. Yeah. To that, I'll say to you guys, like I always say, listen to the audio podcast. Episode 254 just dropped yesterday. So, yeah. um, you know, this is this yeah. is no joke. The audio podcast is David knows. It's been around for, he's been there since the beginning. And it's come oh, a long I way. Honor, I think I was the honor of being number four or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, and, and you probably would have been in the first episode. We already knew each other. But I, I was just kind of going through like. I remember the very first episode I was just rambling through states and where they were at with PUA and stuff, but um, it was such a hectic time, but I'm just saying like it's evolved enough where people it's, it's cool to me when somebody says they feel safe on the audio podcast. Yeah. I, I, Cause I can respect that, man. I can respect not wanting to go onto YouTube and just have people go, you're an, you're an ass, you're, you're this, you're that, you know, like, okay, you know, enough, be professional, yeah. be professional when you're talking to these people. It's the same thing as people saying, well, he showed, but he didn't talk. Who cares? He showed. Yeah. Do you know what balls it takes to show and yeah. come into that room where nobody's on your side? <laughs> like you're walking into 65 people and and none of them, they don't hate you, but none of them like you. I also think that this is what think, you know, the whole point is like, look, like there's a time and a place to grill people or to put people under pressure, but this wasn't it. Like he showed respect to show up. The point of the temple is to get people differing opinions. And you know, the way that you get things done isn't to grill somebody live on a YouTube channel, right? The way is to have them hear your point of view, work with him as he tries to pass the law, right? We, we didn't set this up to be a gotcha. He showed us the respect, no. you know, now we'll, you know, hopefully he can see our point of view. And from there, you know, hopefully we can influence what gets done, you know, coming up. So, yeah. And to hit on that point, before we move into the content here, to hit on that point a little more, had we done gotcha, like a lot of channels say, well, you, you should throw, I mean, like, I know, like, I'll, I'll use Harry as an example, because he won't mind. You know, everybody gets on Harry all the time. You need to throw hard work ball questions at Dara or Tony. 
that just ends the conversation and never again and it cuts connections forever you know like if you guys have noticed i can say it specifically with the dara ones he's done what three his third one still wasn't as hardball as you guys want him to pitch but he was asking much tougher questions so it comes with time but here's the thing we wouldn't have i wouldn't be having a scheduled lunch with the senator we wouldn't be having these after conversations if we had pulled gotcha crap in there and it could have very well hurt Stephanie's chances at progressing anything positive moving forward with him anyway. I think that's really when you have to take a step back, really our minds, like what can we do to pass legislation that makes life meaningfully better tomorrow? And with that being the goal, that's really, you know, whatever it takes to do that, right? And part of that yeah. is, you know, getting people to see your point of view, right? So, yeah. Just like, you know, just like we have to treat, so, you know, we don't like the gamification of the apps but we still work all these apps and by multi-apping we're showing that we acknowledge that there's somewhat of a game and thing to them clearly guys i'm not telling you guys anything you don't know but to be honest politics is a game too and you got to play it a little bit if you want to get their attention because if you just come across as some like crazy person they really want to distance themselves from you quickly you know i'm just i'm just pointing it out because if you ever get if people ever get the chance to do an, an event like this of your own or whatever treat it with the utmost respect if somebody does show up that you invite don't grill them be uh, applaud them for showing especially when they're one in 66 or 70 that did something that none of the other people in the room would have done i mean that's a it's a tough thing to do to walk into that room i'm going to give him a credit if people want to say, oh man, you're you're sucking up to him, call it what you will. I'm just saying I give him credit for showing up big time. Yep. And now you know, I same things. I don't think we're sucking up. I give him credit for showing up. Hopefully we'll give him credit when he does the right thing and passes. <laughs> right, no. right. He's halfway he's halfway to like yeah. being yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Maybe. <laughs> um, but let's move into the content here. Um I got to say, you guys, like I am now like on ParaWorks. I was posting some things last week on all socials. I'm seeing three, four ParaWorks a day where before I was maybe seeing one and it was way far away. We've talked about this, you know, like you maybe take one when it's way far away. I'm seeing them pretty close to my neighborhood now or not mine, but like a lot closer than they were than like maybe 10, 15 minutes away. And, you know, I mean, like I've, I've been posting all the screenshots, like the two that I can tell you that I remember off the top of my head was there was an 8.8 .8 mile um, pizza delivery for $40. Upfront shows you start and everything you wanted to know. And then there was another one yesterday, too, um, that I was like looking at. Um, they do go quick, but they, they go quick because there's a lot of people waiting for these to come out. So, um that said, though, I, I can I can attest for my market. I cannot talk about other markets except for I can do the hearsay thing and say I talk to enough people who I know very well who are seeing way more ParaWorks offers in their market. Here in Denver, you would think that like, okay, like Watertown, New York is, is Bud Soda. That population's under 100,000. Denver's well over a million. And, and we... You know, we weren't getting the amount of orders that he was seeing sometimes, but now they're starting to come through. So things are building. Paradrive now lets you and and has for a while, but it's a cleaner. If you haven't been in the Para app in a minute, update it because it's a cleaner look. Paradrive lets you connect Grubhub, Lyft, 
DoorDash and Uber, which is Uber Eats as well. Um, and then here's here's the meat of it: Parapass. Um, I know that David and I were <laughs> David and I were like testing it last night, trying to because again, this is this is still just coming out. So if there's a little hiccup or two, don't you know, don't don't go crazy. Realize that you're dealing with a smaller team, but still a team that is able to work on things and we and things are being corrected. So I'll kind of let David talk a little bit about Parapass because there were a couple little issues. But between him and I, we realized, wait, this will cause confusion with some gig workers. Let's let's make so David's already rolled the ball out on those and getting them corrected. So walking through it together helped. But do you want to talk about Parapass a little? Yeah, so I think, you know, the goal with Para and driver's rights has always been to, you know, put dollars in pockets, right? And I think with that in mind, there's always been a couple different ways to do that. I think, you know, the first thing we try to do is like, hey, tip transparency, obviously dollars in pockets, uh, you know, manage all your work in one place. The idea is sort of dollars in pockets, but I think the philosophy behind Para works and now this Para pass was the idea that the best way to put dollars in pockets is to have more good opportunities coming into your feed, because that way you can be picky about the trips that you take. You can find higher, better paying trips. And also, frankly, you can just say no to the bad trips, right? So I think with ParaWorks, we've started to roll out, hey, here's curated good trips, basically. But I think we had this realization that like, even though there's more and more ParaWorks trips coming out, for a lot of Para users, there just isn't enough to make a meaningful difference in terms of, you know, finding more good trips. I think that's what we're trying to come in with Parapass to do is the goal is how can we find other local opportunities for you uh, to fill in that sort of just list of opportunity, uh, you know, pings that are coming into one place. So uh, I know that was sort of like a long-winded windup, but like what Parapass is, is essentially allowing you to unlock opportunities using your work profile. So what that means is, you know, you, Steve, have your work profile. With that comes what I call sort of like a document default, right? You can upload your background check. You can upload your driver's license. You can upload your insurance. Uh, yep. You know, any certifications you get can be added to that. But it's this idea that that is yours. You control it. It's in your vault. Right. And I think you... And I, I want to mention just real quick, same thing as like any other app. This is not... And except for the fact that probably that probably every other app is selling your data on a daily basis. But I think the difference there <laughs> is not saying, hey, we're running a background check on you or checking your documents. I think it's more of a, you should have all of this in one place, upload a copy of your background check so that you can own that. Which I can attest to you guys. Like it was, you know, again, super simple. All it was asked was take, go into your email. I think this is even how it was worded was go into your email and just search checker. And the and your latest checker will background check will come up, or even maybe your second latest, whatever the last one you can find that was run, just submit it. That's it. You're not you're not waiting on another checker background check. And I think the goal there really is you hit it the nail on the head is, you know, you have all your documents in the vault here in control, and you can use that as a key almost. So what we're going to do is start working with partners to have them accept that key. Right. So I think for anyone who's used ParaWorks, this has already sort of happened. Right. So when you get a ParaWorks trip in the app and you click accept, you're actually working with a local provider creating with that good trip. We're just taking your profile, creating it with the partner and letting you do the trip. 
And this is basically sort of an extension of that. So you have your docs, it's your Parapass profile. And, you know, we're working with some partners to basically say, hey, this person is a credentialed gig worker with a good work history who has their own profile and is ready to work. You should allow them to skip the line and just instantly onboard, right? So there's this idea of like, you know, you shouldn't have to fill in the same information. You shouldn't have to run a background check. You shouldn't have to, you know, do a couple hour or couple day process. It should just be, hey, your system should accept Steve's profile and just let Steve get ready to work. Um, yeah, it's almost like a, I hate to put it this way, but it's almost like a human going like, hey, no, we human checked this. He's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're not waiting that, in the data line. to like... We sort of uh, launched this in the app and we sort of very like lightly launched it, right? So I think we would just put it there and didn't push it because we're still making it better right now. But I think we put it out there and we managed to get, you know, a good couple thousand drivers and started to create those profiles, which is awesome. Right. So Sorry that I put it out there last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So that's been really great. And basically, we're in the process right now of trying to find, like, you know, partners, both medium size to small size with good gigs, which you can use your key to unlock with. So actually, this week, we're the one of the first partners who's agreed to accept sort of a, your profile is GoPuff. So what that means is, you know, you show up there, say, I'm interested in GoPuff, and you just watch, you skip right to the end of their onboarding flow. So usually there's a couple hour fill in this, wait for us to get back, watch these videos, etc. What happens now is you just skip to watch the two video courses, and then you get your login, and you're good to go, basically. So yeah. it really is. And that's, and that's what, what David and I were going through last night. I can tell you that it took me, you know, there's two, there's two modules. If you guys can remember, it's kind of like the old shipped onboarding after they got rid of um, the person that called and interviewed you, which was one of the weirdest things ever to me. The only gig app ever to do that, where somebody was calling and interfacing with you. And like, you know, you know I, I'm Zach hung up, example, Zach hung up on it and said, are you kidding me? And was like, that's where he stopped ship. He didn't even go forward. He's like, I'm, this is a gig app. I'm not going to talk to you. Like, <laughs> but my point is, is that, uh, so with ParaWorks and, and ParaPass, where, I mean, I know what it, I can start to see what it is now, but so the modules that I went through and, and it did take you over to GoPuff, but like David said, it was, it, and it says right there, you will skip the line. I don't know. I, I don't know how the volume and everybody's market is with GoPuff. In fact, I know for a lot of people, it's kind of slowed. I think that's part of GoPuff's problem. And this might be a, a solution for them. They're not just doing this for fun. They're looking for a better solution to get more people that are reliable. Because like Amazon Flex and other things, if I'm correct, a lot of GoPuff is batch work. It is, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so again, it's, it's you know, when you look in the pair of works thing, you see Q or, or you can see, you can see batch jobs or you can see one-offs. Yeah. So I think this is going to be more of a batch thing. And I think they've had trouble filling it. I don't know if it's their price point or what, um, but I do know one thing is that they'll have to be transparent on here. And so as long as, as long as that's the case, I do need to say while, while I'm on this and before I move to this next thing here real quick, but so Gigan up in, uh, a lot of you guys know Gigan. Um, I won't give away his real name. Um, he's up in Minneapolis and he saw a $5, 2.5 mile para works offer yesterday. 
I said, I'll let David know. Because, <laughs> but at the same time, it's transparent. Just leave it there if you don't want it. Yep. I mean, because that's that's really, guys, that's I mean, you've heard me even like, even if something's transparent and sucks and it's one cent, that's fine. Just show me the transparency so that I can say not a chance. But for me, it's like, thank you for sending it to me because I think we actually have rules in place that say, hey, you know, there's a dollar per mile, you know, limit onto what you can post. But I think the way we'd implemented the logic, we didn't think about, you know, $2 per mile generally is good, but $2 per mile. Exactly. I was just going to say it did, it did meet, it did meet the requirement. It though. did, but it's not a good trip, right? So I think it's just one of those where if you see something right. like it to me, at the end of the day, we're about making sure things are fair and the pay is good. So right. I think it, that's something yeah. that slipped through the cracks. I mean, it needs, it needs to be like a $2 a mile with a minimum. And we've set sort of a logic that said that for anything under a mile, a mile or under, there's specific logic because two dollars for one mile is also not good. Right. But I think the logic only went up to a mile, and we should have known better, basically. Yeah, or maybe you know, just like you know, nothing under eight or ten bucks. Yeah, like, period. If it's that's one exactly, mile, it's eight dollars or ten that's, bucks. That's exactly what we're. That's exactly what we're gonna. Do. Yeah, I mean that's that's how it should be because again, once you're over. Five, what would it be? Five miles. Once you're over five miles, then okay, two dollars a mile. You can't, you shouldn't really be complaining about. If you are, um, you know, then I, I don't know how you're even on the other gig apps. Yeah. <laughs> so. well, back to sort of past, I think I have sort of three important things I want to highlight, right? So, one, Para doesn't exist to have you sign up for GoGoff, right? I think this no, is no, no. It's, dude, there's just there's a lot of things coming on to Para right yeah. now, and they're just all different things that might excite certain people. I think that's really the goal: is can we find a group of other alternatives that can be a fill-in downtime, can replace some of the work, and can be good options? So my goal is to, in the local market, scope off as the launch partner for a couple markets, but I want to go find the good pharmaceutical delivery companies. I want to go find the good pizza delivery companies. I want to go find other alternative. Maybe it's marijuana delivery, but basically the goal being with the same profile, how could we find help? You know, maybe some of it's like this W2 part-time work, basically schedule yeah. ahead. But the goal here is how can I help find curated good other opportunities that you can sort of like instantly unlock with your profile? So like so like a, a a hybrid Winolo, maybe that yeah hybrid Winolo where, where you're not as tied in because like with Winolo it's a lot of like um, kitchen and event type jobs and you're saying somebody's saying like I need you for two weeks yeah so you're committing to a two two week line cook job that's a little that's different not here at all I think it's much more of but the, but the way of the onboarding is what I'm talking about like yes. the way that they actually have a few questions and then after that you're good it's kind of it's kind of goes. The Winolo thing is more of a W-2 thing, like temporary w W-2 work. But I think that the way that they do things is almost like yeah. what you're trying to do with personal dispatch. Yeah. I think it really is sort of this like, hey, just instant onboard unlock. I think the second thing that's important is, you know, by using your profile and unlocking things, you're in control of your profile. We're building in the ability for you to revoke access to the partners you've signed up. So you're and to know who has access to your profile. So that's important. I think the other interesting part of that too is the idea that because you have a background check attached to your profile, you're actually saving these platforms money. Right. So with that, actually, we've built in an interesting one where we've gone to the platforms that, hey, because you're saving money with this, the driver should be paid. So anytime you use your profile to unlock access to a platform, you actually get paid. 
right? Yeah, I saw, I saw that. What was it, $10 so, or something, right? Yeah. So I think there's uh, it depends on the platform when we sort of negotiate that. But this idea of like, hey, the driver gets a convenient sign-up process that you also benefit. So it's only fair that since you're using the driver's documents, the driver gets a cut of that savings. Basically. 100%. So I guess let's, can we clarify why? Okay, so if somebody comes into the Para app right now and they're like, okay, I want to do ParaWorks and then they see ParaPass and they're like, wait a minute, why do I got to submit my vehicle, my SS, my this, that, the other? If somebody's looking at ParaWorks or ParaPass, what would be your reasoning Let's take GoPuff out of the equation. What would be your reasoning, even if it's down the road, for why you should do ParaPass as opposed to just ParaWorks and think, I'm fine with just that? I know it's a little confusing right now because it's sort of two separate sign-up flows. We're actually going to fix that. So by by signing up for one, you're signing, you know, you have the ability to do it all, right? So, so you won't be able to get ParaWorks without doing ParaPass here soon? Uh, no. So you could set up your ParaWorks profile, and if you then add additional information, you just unlock Pass, but it's one. Okay, okay. So right now, it's two different things in the app, right? Right, because so, the way I see it, ParaWorks still has to work on connecting an account yeah. to verify that you've been checked. Yeah, it's but yet, of, but yet the ability to show that you've been checked is in the Para app too. So you can exactly. just do it yourself. It's mostly the same thing. Right? <laughs> it's just, do you have ping on it? Uh, it's, yeah, it's basically the same thing. So I think the answer would be, you know, do both right now because the best way is to just get, that's the best way to find more opportunities. But I think we're going to make a better experience for that coming soon. But I think sort of the third point where it gets interesting, as alluding to sort of three things is like, why do I think this is important is actually, I think this is a step towards getting some larger platforms to buy into the fact that the driver profile belongs to the driver, the doc belongs to the driver, drivers are gonna multi-app. And as part of these uh, conversations with these platforms, what we've said is, hey, if you accept you know, a profile from these drivers, eventually we want your permission to be able to integrate your app into para and to be able for drivers to auto accept and decline it take it all in one feed etc so to me it's pretty amazing that you know shout out to gopuff they basically said hey we're open to that right and my hope is we can go and find other partners that are open to that and if you can get medium-sized companies to say we accept drivers or independent contractors we accept that they use the tools they want to run their business we accept that they want that they multi-app and have multiple opportunities and should be in charge of their work history and profile Eventually, hopefully, some of the larger ones over time will buy into that. So that's, I think, the. Part I mean, I I can speak firsthand, not on the not to the full blown giants, not to Uber, Lyft, those, but I can speak to Curry, and I can say that, like, in the two and a half years or three years that Curry's been doing things, they've had it with the onboarding thing. They're just like blown away at what a nightmare it is. So to be here's here's my view on that is that to be able to hand that off to somebody and I'm not saying that's happened guys but if they were to do something with Para that goes out of their hands that's huge to them that that allows them to focus on the damn work yeah instead of all these drivers complaining or this that questions legit questions crap questions whatever's going on is just causing headaches and people that they don't need yep yep so I have you ever like Steve? Like, I guess have you ever tried to sign up for something and they're just like, sign up with Google or sign in with Facebook or have you ever seen sort of those? Yeah, yeah. Chat? I guess from our end, it's like that's what we're trying to do, except unlocking work, right? So it's just like use your profile and just 
you're approved. And I think really when I step back, I know, you know, right now it's just like, hey, here's a profile and sign up for one or two opportunities. But I think just explaining the reason for why we're doing this, right? <laughs> I think really where it gets to is this idea of like, you are in charge of your work history and identity, and that is important and valuable. And you should be able to use that to unlock things because you've proven yourself, right? right. And I think that's really where we're trying to go with this is like putting, you know, that driver identity and work history at sort of like the core of things. And eventually you should, you know, working with people to reward you for that basically. 100%. So um, I guess I should have clarified if you sign up for ParaPass, do you have to connect a ParaWorks account or are you now on ParaWorks too? Uh, good question. Right now, it's confusing because we're just—it's a proof of concept. Is it the profile? So it's two separate. Uh, that will change in two or three weeks. That's the next big initiative. Basically. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I was because I was figuring Para eventually, if not now, Para Pass would just override the need to do that through. Yeah, and I think the way I put it is, there's sort of Pass and there's Works and there's different profiles. Like we want to center around the profile and work history. And using right. that, you can do pass, you can do works, you can, yes. you know, do things, but it should be, I mean, that's why I really call it sort of like your vault, right? It's like, it's your profile, your identity, your docs, basically. Right. Like eventually the, your personal dispatch system is like the core and you don't need to worry about any of those stuff. It'll all fall into place. Yeah. So, um, and I know, I know David's even thrown around the idea that we, him and I talked about a long time ago about having a profile page. I don't want to get too far ahead, but, um, yeah. I think that would be a huge perk personally. That's the, that's the big part of that too. Is like you can make that external, you can send it to people. It's sort of yes. like a pretty page that, you know, looks great that you could be proud to show somebody being like, look, I'm awesome. And I have this nice thing here. And uh, that's really the goal. And uh, to me, there's a little bit of a throwback. Cause do you remember Steve, do you remember? Jimmy's one-click apply. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, what's pretty amazing for me on this journey, uh, and wouldn't be possible without sort of everyone here, you know, support and use of the app is like two years ago, we had this idea of, hey, can you help people sign up for multiple opportunities with one click? And what we would have what would happen was Jimmy on Team Para would go and manually sign you up for a bunch of local <laughs> opportunities. Like straight up, it would just be Jimmy typing in applications right, uh, for people. Uh, and to me, it's sort of like two years later, we're here and like we actually have companies buy in to be able to essentially do one click apply, but with their permission, right? right. And I, to me, I know it might not seem like the biggest thing, but I think it really is that step in the right direction of like before there's no chance we would have been able to have that. And now we have platforms who are saying, you know what, I'm willing to accept drivers owning their identity and work history and accepting that. Right. And I know uh, we still have need many, many more steps to go, but to me, it's sort of a, an important moment. So. Absolutely. And speaking of Jimmy, I also have to mention like, Jimmy also did a lot of you might not remember para merchandising, but Jimmy did a lot of that stuff too. Or I know he did the video where he went in and it was a choppy video. I know guys, Jimmy doesn't do a lot, filming a lot of videos, but he did a good job. He showed you how to do it. Um, it was minutes. And I got to ask, is that, is whatever, like, why is that ever coming back? Cause that was a good little add on for Instacart was, shoppers and stuff. It was great. Uh, I think the, 
company that we partnered with ended up choosing sort of a different strategic direction, basically. So right. But merchandising is still a major thing that's out there. This is something is. that's done. It is. Uh, to be really upfront, I've, so it's something that I've chased and wanted to bring back, but we've not had any luck getting partners. We've not had any luck getting somebody to partner with us and put those jobs in the app. I mean, maybe going a little too deep, but what I found interesting is you go to these platforms and say, hey, I see a bunch of your jobs and they pay pretty well, but nobody's doing them. Like, you know, we, I know, I know a bunch of people would be happy to do those jobs. Basically they pay pretty well. Dude, apps, so, and especially since it pays exactly what they're being paid to do an hour shop. But I think, you know, what I found was weird with some of these companies, they're like, Oh, we fill 60 or 70% of the opportunities. And we don't, we're not really interested in doing anything to get it closer to 80 or 90 or a hundred. Uh, so I just sort of banged my head against that wall for a while. Ironically, I was actually in a conversation a couple of days ago with a company that asked if we knew anybody who did merchandising. So no promises yet, but you know that was you know, people like that. It paid well. We had some people, people loved it. Maybe you didn't even get enough feedback. I was getting emails when I'd talk about it on the audio podcast. I was getting feedback like crazy. Like, when is this leaving California? This would save me in Instacart yeah. land. As somebody who made $120,000 doing the merchandising, like no yeah. exaggeration, that was it wasn't even around for a year. It was around for like six months or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to bring it back. The system's still there to do it. We just got to find somebody, you know, who's willing to, you know, let, let the paratrivers at it, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's too, it's too bad, you know, it's too bad that Instacart's such a, such a bad company in my opinion because it seems like that could be a, a very nice deal worked out with them yeah you know to kind of i mean they know how bad they're treating the drivers so it's it's again i think that i think that you keep mentioning that while we're wrapping this up i gotta say you keep mentioning that these are like fill-in things but as i see it it it's a little more i used to see curry as fill-in yeah as as like, okay, if I can get a courier two a day, I can fill that into my other stuff and that will help me make my earnings quicker. I can make days out of curry now without touching other apps, without multi-apping. So can every market do that? No. I mean, have I built up a good profile with curry? Yes. But at the same time, and I live in one of the best curry markets. So yeah, there's a lot of orders and they pay a lot better and they're transparent. But here's a, I mean, I at the, at, for a long time, I thought I'll get in one, two, three a week, see how that goes. But then it just turned into, dude, there's offers all the time. Yeah. And so I think that para could look, it might not be all GoPuff. It might not be all this, that, the other para works. But I think between them all, I think that eventually, and by eventually, I'm not talking about years, <laughs> things move way too quick in the tech world. But I could see that eventually, maybe maybe you're not getting all of your earnings from Para, the Para app, but I could see that a good amount, because there's people stepping away from the norm. Yeah, There's people going, I am done with DoorDash, and I know that's been a thing forever, but there's people that I know who have said it, never meant it, who now mean it. They're done. They've had it. This yeah. is just a joke. I feel and, there's almost like a hierarchy is like can you find trips that make you think about not taking the bad trip from a larger platform then it's sort of like can you find a trip that's a no-brainer that would allow you to replace some of the work on that platform and then sort of the next layer from that is eventually like 
can you find more and more trips so that you know the trip that you do in major platforms becomes less significant, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it goes back to I think something you and I both strongly believe about is like, can you just get competition for your time, right? And the way yeah. to get competition for your time is the best way to put pressure for jobs to be paid better for better terms and all of that is just giving people the opportunity to say no, basically. Yeah. So, um, so I guess the, um, the, the one last thing I wanted to talk about that I think is, I think it's important and I think people have kind of let it go. And so I might be starting a new fire or rekindling a fire here, but, um, security, um, just before, I mean, let's jump the gun on it. Is there anything that you can say about security or what's, you know, like, I don't even want to get into what some of the other companies do because I only know some things. They probably do a hundred times worse than I know, like with our data and stuff like that. But is there any kind of, uh, what can, what can you say about that to kind of, I think the wise is, I think there's a reason I call it the vault, right? So I think it's, it is yours. It is hosted for you, basically, and other people don't have access to that. Uh, you can, we're in the process of sort of building this out right now, it's like seeing who you've applied to, who has your information, and being able to revoke information from those apps. I think also yeah. the way that we've architected it, sort of on Google Cloud architecture, you know, it's architected securely. But at the end of the day, our idea here is like you are in charge of your thing basically. And I think that's, I think, you know, Steve, that sort of like security is very important. And that's, and that's why I wanted to mention it because I already know that in no way is Paris selling your data or anything like that, but all of these other companies are, and, and guys, don't be surprised because you agreed to it. When you clicked, I agree. You agreed to them using third party, third parties to sell your information to it says it right in there on every one. Um, if you do take the time to read these, you probably won't see that in the pair of ones. So I'm going to tell you guys that, you know, that's not the case. I mean, like clearly there has to be a little third party because like, how would we get information to go puff? Yeah. Uh, but I think the way that it's uh, architected there is secure, right? So Right. But it's also, it's also the minimal that is needed to just work the app. It's not like it's being sold. It's being integrated is how I'd say it. And I think also the other part of the deal we have is like if a driver decides to not work on those platforms anymore, uh, you can pull those documents away, right? So Yeah. 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 So I don't know. You guys, for me, I, I mean, when when ParaPass launched too, at first I was a little confused because I'm like, I already see ParaWorks. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, it wants all my information. Now, I obviously will give all my information I think like, you know, that's why David and I tested it last night to make sure that it all went through. Right. Cause I also want to see those offers. I want to get, I want to be, be part of getting them all from the get go, but, um, it's smooth. It's easy. Um, if you, if look, if you're somebody that's wanted to be on GoPuff, we'll sign up through the pair app because you skipped the line. So, yep. I mean, this is the kind of agreement that is pretty cool. It just shows the, 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 even the initial commitment on the part of GoPuff to work with Para. Yeah, I think it's it's really big. I think I will comment one thing on the sign up for ParaPass is like we are bringing it to more places, but right now it is gated to Pennsylvania, Georgia, Maryland, 
like Baltimore, Maryland. Let's take that. Denver, <laughs> yeah, yes. So, or I, and Raleigh. So I think Raleigh. So there's more coming, but if you see it there, give it a try. If not, there'll be something that says, Hey, we're coming to your area soon. Oh, so in some, in some app markets, it won't even show. Uh, not, uh, it will be there, but you can't really do anything yet. I think the reason for that is we okay. want to open it up for everybody, but there is sort of like a human in the loop element. And I think so design wise, it's in the app, but in many markets touching, it's not yeah. really going to get you to the yeah, next. Not yet, okay. but very soon it will be. I think we'd open it okay. up for everybody, but frankly, my life in the last uh, week has been going in and making sure everything's working, checking every upload, <laughs> approving profiles, all of that stuff. So I yeah. think it's a bit of a, we want it to be a good experience, right? Because the idea is you come and you create your profile and you can go click and sign up for a bunch of stuff. So I think the train has started in that direction, but I think we've gated that just to make sure that when you put in the time and effort to do it, it makes sense, right? And, and I see it before, before we uh, wrap this up here, I got to say that I see it as it, just as David said, it's the, the ball's rolling now. I see more companies maybe looking over and going, wait, how come this company doesn't have to deal with all the crap that we do on the onboarding side? Oh, they're using Para. It might lead other medium to small size gig companies to come on board and go, you know what? You just handle that for us because we're just trying to operate our business. It's taking half of our manpower just to deal with the drivers. Yeah. That's kind of how I see it. And if, if it's not taking half your manpower then you don't have customer service that anybody counts on at all, which makes your app worthless. And I also think that in the current economic environment, some, like, I guess, apps are worrying about quality, right? Some, let me phrase oh. it, some apps are worrying about quality. Other apps don't care. They're just flooding the market. Yeah. I think it's this idea that, like, you know, I think that's where it's aligned is like, match i guess you know putting dollars in pockets but another part of the what we want to do is just matching good workers with good opportunities right yeah and this idea is like not everybody is the same there are people who are good at their job and people who are good at their work should get better things basically so yeah um and so with that i i'm going to say that check this out too if this is more you guys you can go into the para app and if you haven't, if you had the Perry app or if you haven't updated it, or if you haven't been in a while, go check it out again. If you haven't been in it in a while, it's going to look way different to you. <laughs> you're going to log in. You're going to be like, what? It's just a few buttons. It's very clean. Um, but this is where you can go. This link is where you can go and actually just read about it. Just learn about it. If you want to do a little dive first before you just go click on and sign up. I, that's why I wanted to put that up there because just by typing that in, you can read about what it is and learn a little bit more. Um, but yeah, David, uh, do you got anything else for this week or? Uh, no, I think sort of a. I mean, to step. me, this is a bit, this is a big week. This is yeah. a, cause I, I see in the future, we'll be talking about the advancement of this. So this is kind of the birth of it. You guys are hearing about it here first. And even though David just said, you can't sign up in a lot of markets, at least you're aware now. <laughs> At least you're aware that, hey, soon I will be able to. And check. I, think, uh, for the, I mean, it's going to be coming to more cities relatively quickly is the goal. And I think uh, that those who are able to try it, uh, please just, as always, send me feedback and thoughts. Just know yeah. that this is raw, but it's out there. It's working. And as always, like our goal is to provide a great experience for the driver. So when it's not, 
you letting me know lets us make it better. So just as always, sort of David at withpara.com. Questions, thoughts, concerns, uh, you know, even just let me know it sucks if you think it sucks, right? So but don't just email it sucks. If you email it sucks, help us out a little bit and say why. Yep, exactly. Because at the end of the day, it's like we just, you know, I can't, you know, we can't be better unless we get your feedback. So. Right. I mean, the bottom, the bottom line is, is that like, if you think it sucks and you're never going to use para again, but you're taking the time to write David an email and say, Hey, it sucks. At least put in there. Why? Even if you're never coming back, cause that will help us fix it for other people. You might be, you might have a very good point, but it's not like we're not trying to out. We're not DoorDash trying to make things absolutely harder on you every day. We're trying to make things easier. <laughs> So it might, you know, maybe you run into a bump that for you just is an absolute, this suck. Um, no. And if you take the time to email them though, please take the time to put a little content into it too, or context either way, where you're just like, you know, this is, this is what happened and I'm done. You know, after all, that's, that's how I met you, Steve, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Your tool is wrong. Here's why. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, because, yeah, if you don't say here's why, it's it's not not to be mean, but it's kind of worthless. You're not you're not doing anything. You're just you're just ranting and, you know, be helpful, even if you're not going to use it again. Be helpful so that we can help other people. That would be my takeaway on that. But until next week, you guys, um, it's been a pleasure as always. And David, thank you for joining. And we will see you back here next week on Para Presents. Awesome. Have a good week. Take care. I'm a man, I'm a